We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise the continuing connections to lands, waters and communities. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded, always was, always will be. Please, okay. please Let's do the Donnie. That's a treat. Okay. Well, I've got to get back from the mic a bit. Yeah. It's really loud. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's man. Really like, it's really hard. It's I'm not sorry. hard to do. It's just like... <laughs> Close your eyes. We're not looking. It's okay. okay. None of us can see you. <laughs> That's true. He goes... Donnie goes like this. each of the songs of the Eurovision Song Contest, but we pick each other apart too. I'm not even going to record an intro because this episode is going to be so chaotic because I have all seven hosts on the podcast with me right now. Everyone say hi. Hey. hey. Hi, Valentina. Ally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to ask everyone how they're doing. I talk to you every day, but I want to know, is there anything in the Eurovision universe anyone wants to talk about right now? Got them rehearsals, baby. We have first rehearsal clips. Boy, do we have first rehearsal clips. Uh, is anything standing out for anyone? How are we all feeling about them? Finland looks so good. Gustav is taking Lorraine's mother. Yep, Romania's facts. Pikachu socks are standing out to me. I don't know in what, what kind of it's way. Giving copyright it's giving copyright strikes. giving he's going to get smited by Nintendo. Mimi Cat had to sell her what? lounge to afford plane <laughs> tickets. <laughs> oh. Honestly, all the clips are great, but my favourite thing that's come out of all of this is all the cheese facts. I'm very excited about the cheese facts. Yeah, man. What? Oh. There's cheese They're facts being posted on the facts. blog. Like everybody gets a cheese. Everyone gets a cheese fact, and I'm very excited to learn about what cheese people's, people like. Who's um, talked about dick uh, cheese? Ah, I'm not reading. <laughs> Romania. Teodor Andre. <laughs> <laughs> not naming names. Didn't one of the boys from Joker Out say that the most British thing he'd done was like a girl from Brighton? A girl from Brighton, yeah. Oh, a girl from Brighton. No. I mean, what? <laughs> I what? mean, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who said that? Can we have some class and decorum on this podcast? Get some oh, wow. That's not what we're Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Horny jail right now. <laughs> yes. Bonk. Okay, so this is the episode you've all been waiting for. This is the finale. And I. Have the is that because they've been waiting for everything to end? 
Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah. They're sick of us. They <laughs> don't want to silence. <laughs> they want us to shut up. Anyway, so for this episode, we are going to be talking about our big four countries. I think it's easy to say. Mm. And these four countries, because I want everyone to speak on them, we're not going to have our usual banter. Instead, what we're going to do is we're going to play a little game, I guess. Each person is going to have one minute to speak on the country and argue their case for why they do or do not like this country. Uh, and The then, song, um, not the country. Don't don't start well, that shit. <laughs> we are not. I have no, so no. many thoughts on Austria. No. <laughs> Australia should be uncolonised. Yeah. Vote yes for the voice. True, actually. Yes, actually vote yes for the voice. <laughs> yeah. Based. Um, so what's going to happen is once the person has a minute to speak, I will end the minute and then one person uh, will get to argue the person's point and they must buzz in with a buzzer, which we will now designate our buzzer sounds now. So I'm going to start by asking Zoe, hey, mate. Oh, don't get... Oh. Oh, you were okay. Okay, I won't ask Zoe first. Uh, Kaz, hey Kaz. Hi. Hi, Kaz. What is your buzzer noise? Oh wow. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, no, I, a... I, I didn't mean it for it to be that, but maybe it could be that now. I was you just... stole my buzzer, you prick. Oh wow. Okay, cool. That's Kaz's buzzer. Amazing. Uh, Lockie, what is your buzzer noise? I'll just go for a classic, the old. Okay, cool. Fart noise. Fart's really funny. classy. Aiden, what's your buzzer noise? Highway <laughs> <laughs> robbery. You sound so scared. I am. I'm scared of Monica Linkaida's sheer power. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Aeon. <laughs> Mine is okay. Hello from okay. um, Black. Oh, Black. Club <laughs> Black. Yeah, like Hello. Okay, awesome. And Zoe, what is your buzzer noise? I feel like as their only fan, mine should be shitcha. You might need to really yell it. Okay, I'm going to. Or extend it. You have to go shitcha by let three. Please don't extend it. Please. We already have three minutes of that song. Do not extend it. Yeah, that sounds great. Cool. That's my buzzer Okay. Holly, what's your buzzer noise? I, I so wish I could burp on cue. Um. But I think just to traumatize someone in this podcast, it's going to be Yana Bercheska. <laughs> just the words. Just the just words. The words. Just the words Yana, Yana Bercheska. Bercheska. Guys, like stream her new single Home Alone. Do not. All streaming platforms. How about we just she leave does. her alone? The alone streaming. No, the it's alone. It's fine. She's got all that time now expanding. that she's not uh, being naughty. She's on SBS alone at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plug uh, for a fucking good show. Yeah. <laughs> What's my buzzer noise? I think I'm going to say, cha-cha-cha. That's it. That was cute. Play. Notice how none of these buzzers are Lorene related. Anyway. Okay. Well, let's not talk about Lorene yet. That impact. Hold back. Can I just change my buzzer to heck? You can say heck. Can I change my buzzer to, I love you, Baku. (laughs) (laughs) This is my Ada. You can. I support that so much. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's my new if she'd sent that, I'd be happy with her winning again. <laughs> so true. Let's yeah. jump straight into it. So the first country we're going to be talking about is Austria. So Austria are sending Who the Hell is Edgar by Taya and Selena. So this song had an incredible release. 
I think it's safe to say. Uh, after being teased by the Crystal Ball ESC account for months, after a dodgy released demo from them and all of this incredible build-up, Who the Hell is Edgar was finally released by the Austrian team internally. And uh, it was a smash hit from the start. We have a really fun, upbeat song that is super camp and interesting. So who shall I start? Who wants to go first for their minute? And I am going to time it. Well, I can go. No one's jumping, so I'll, I'll jump. Okay. Let me set up my timer. Hold on. Are we ready? We I need so. some, like, suspense music here, I think. Dun, 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 like, dun, 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 Stop. Wait, no, I know what the suspense music needs to be. It needs to be the non-qualifier sound from Melody Grand Prix when they like oh, announce the non-qualifiers. The oh. Or the, no, the zero God. points noise. Yeah, boom. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Boom. Okay, sorry. Okay, anyway. all right. Your time starts now. I don't know that uh, I even need necessarily a whole minute. This song is uh, really brilliant. It's so well-produced. It's so fun. Maybe the first or second most fun song of the year. It's got everything that you need. Like two unbelievably charismatic female singers kind of doing pretty awesome vocal performances. Um, The song has a clever bent. It's got a bit of a twist to it when you find out that it's actually about something kind of halfway through. It's actually about you know, the streaming um, money that artists don't make. Uh, the best part of the song is in the first verse when there's the little guitar lick. Everyone who's heard the song will know what I'm talking about. It's fucking unbelievable. Um, it's got a funny chorus. Uh, I can't believe this is what it ended up being after the tease that we got. Uh, I'm just so happy that Austria is sending something good for once, including 2014. That is my minute. Yes, two seconds to go. Boom. So perfect. That is Lockie's minute. Does anyone want to buzz in? Uh, yeah, uh, heck. <laughs> heck, hey, Polly heck. has the floor. Um, n- not about the song. I totally agree. I'm just mad that you've said Austria's never sent anything good because Nathan Trent's right there. Oh, he's my not. That's oh. He's not there. That's my deep cut for the day. <laughs> I literally. Stand with Holly. <laughs> what? You were both people. I just did. Holy I just shit. did 2017. Austria is now in my top 10. It's so good. Oh, oh Running on air is a fucking bop and I will not hear anything else. You, you're you literally fucked in the head. I don't you're care. Fucked. Dreamworks. How boy? good is this like... five person podcast with the five of us? Five people on this show. I love these five people. So I gotta much. say, though, I gotta say, Holly, you've actually hit the nail on the head. Because that is a, I think that's an underrated an entry as well. I that's love this small person. I will cop criticism for it being my favorite of the year. Yeah, that's but it's right. at least top ten. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It is not that's a, that's top ten in hell, anyway. maybe. Be <laughs> fucking for real. There too, Nathan it's an Trent. international hit. A a white man with two first names. Now that I've had the attack, I might give you guys my minute of... uh... Okay, Holly wants their minute. (laughs) Why was Nathan Trent more discussable than... Aiden! (laughs) Aiden. All right, Holly, are you ready? Oh, I'm not going to need the minute. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hit the timer anyway just to see how long. Okay, well, I'm going to time you anyway. Starting now, (laughs) you (laughs) fuckface. That is aggressive. 
and I'm going to go listen to Nathan Trent and cry about it. Um, no, I love, I love who the hell is Edgar. I think it's incredible. It's, um, yeah, a lot of fun. It's really, really camp. And I, I like, I really want this year to be won by something really fun after, um, a quite heavy year last year, if I'm honest. Um, but yeah, I'm completely on board. I just think it's, it's such an odd topic to write about, but it, they've done it so well. I just, I love it. Great. 22 Brilliant. seconds to go. So Told you that. didn't need the minute and I no. even insulted you at the start. So <laughs> yeah, I'm very impressed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it just comes out of me. Anyone want to rebut anything Holly just said? I love you, Baku. Okay. It's not really a rebuttal. I just wanted to agree. Last year was really fucking heavy and this year is really fun. So what, like you've hit the nail on the head. This year, what a relief this is. Okay, perfect. Amazing. I'm going to pick on someone. Aeon, are you ready to have your minute about who the hell is Edgar? Hello? Okay. You can't rebut here. Okay, here we go. Your minute starts now. I love my mother's Taya Antolina. No, there's more, I promise. Um, so, I yeah, I think that Holly and, and Lockie have absolutely smashed it. I think it's so fun. It's high camp, nearing on drag. I think it's just accessible. You don't, even if you don't get the message until later on, it's just just so much fun. And I'm, I'm so glad that Austria have finally got it right, at least getting the fun part of it. Um, I am... I'm a bit worried for the vocal performance. I don't know if we'll have the same oomph as the studio, but you know what? I'll be fucking cheering for it. it. It's an absolute banger and, like, credit to the delegation because they could have been thrown off course with that dodgy demo, but they righted the ship and we're all the happier for it. Slay. Great. Five seconds to go. That's really impressive. Uh, anyone <laughs> want to say anything about what Aeon said? Um, shit, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good buzzer. It's a good buzzer. Okay, go um, on, Zoe. Just about the uh, bordering on drag, there were literally like fake mustaches in the music video. I, I, I think Ooh. we're past bordering, babe. Yeah, it's peak Hell, drag. Yes, peak You're drag. so yeah. right. You're so right, Zoe. It, it's drag confirmed. One of my friends, um, shout out to Jaja Lagosi, amazing Melbourne. Oh, they based follow drag us queen. on Instagram. Um, as soon as I told her about the song, she was immediately like, once the, the leak, she was immediately like, once this gets released, I need to do a drag number of it. We're going to be seeing this in the clubs for a while. Yes. That's what we need. Zoe, are you ready? Yeah, 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 sure. All right. Your minute starts now. Um, fuck Unicorn. This is the most anticipated Eurovision song of the last <laughs> 60 years. <laughs> I... Don't think I even mean that unironically. Like the amount of hype that was around this was surreal. I've never seen people care this much for Austria. Um, and it's totally deserved. Like it's really fun. It's really upbeat. I feel like it's got like the, it's a, like a very easily accessible, but not like boring, bland song. It's got the repetition, makes it really catchy. Even if you don't know what they're talking about or like the meaning of the song, there's still something to attach to. Um, I was a skeptic with the first leak, but I'm totally sold and I love this song so much and I really hope they do well. Love my mothers. Any rebuttals? Ooh. Oh, I just thought you went to rebut yourself then. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, you're rebutting no. yourself. I am always correct. 
There is nothing to report. <laughs> yeah, no one has anything to Objective say. Objective opinions only. Okay, Aiden, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, your time starts now. The fact that this is a song written about something so personal to a lot of artists, but it was written in a songwriting camp, which usually produced the most benign entries, just makes it even funnier to me when I feel like it easily could have rubbed me the wrong way, but I think it's just funny enough where it works. Um, I'm concerned about their chemistry and their vocals live, and I hope they've learnt from Halo and how to stage it, because we haven't seen the first rehearsal yet. We're literally, like, going to in a few hours. Um, And also, like, last year they used live backing vocals, and I really hope they don't do that again, but this is a lot of fun. I really like it. It's really creative. It's really cool. Um, And, yeah, who would have thought that it would be so fucking fun after the mess that we heard in that demo? I'm done. (laughs) Surf, 18 seconds. Anything anyone wants to say? Hey. Hello? Oh, no, oh, Holly won. I think Heck has it, yeah. <laughs> I, no, I just on the backing vocal front, I, um, I've been thinking like since it came out that it would be really interesting to see if they could pull off the kind of operatic vocals live. Yep. But I agree with you that it may take away from the performance if they're not able to nail them. I so, like, I'm in two minds. To, but it's just also like when you have both the operatic stuff and then the po-po-po and like you it, have like Yeah, I worry about the on. shift between the two. Yeah, like Absolutely. what is it better to prioritise? I think that's the question and I hope they figure out a way to answer it satisfactorily. Yeah, mm. totally. Totally agree. Am I left? Am I it? Well, Kaz, Aon, there's me. Kaz, well. Or Kaz. is it only one person gets to? Uh, no, only one person. <laughs> oh, I apologise, Aon. Oh. Sorry. For... Yeah, that's so that's cool. why the buzz Silencing. is important. On your time. Silencing. Silencing. Oh, Silencing. here we fucking go. You called me an honorary POC last week. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) It's just you and I. I guess it's just you and I. Notice how we were last two. That's almost. No, I'm going to go first, Kaz. So (laughs) so we separate you. Silencing Muslim voices. (laughs) Not at all. The Muslim experience is very relevant to this song as well. So that's. (laughs) So true. So true. In the put ad, it says who the hell is Edgar specifically. Guys, I have been handed the timer to count down for Jade. Three, two, one, go. This is a marketing masterpiece. I cannot believe the fucking Austrian delegation made an account like the Crystal Ball ESC account, (laughs) got these leaks, posted the worst leak in the world, got everyone hating the song just to release one of the best songs of all time. The minute that this song released, I was in my car. I was streaming it. I bust into the house dancing. It's so silly and camp. Um, and it's, it's such a, a head scratcher. Like I'm, I'm getting my brain itched from the inside. Uh, something about undiagnosed ADHD, insert that here. And I, I just cannot wait to see it on stage. I don't even care if it's bad. It's just going to be so, so, so fun on stage regardless. And I really hope that Austria bring the funny side of this song. That's me. 11 seconds. Well done. Woo. Hello. Oh, okay. Go on, Aeon. I, my beef, and it was similar to Aiden. A lot of you guys are saying that the leak was terrible. I completely disagree. I think the leak was Did excellent. you not hear that note at I, the end? No, I vibed. That was a it different was, song. It was from it the, was It not was not a, a different song. song. It was, I think that just wet the appetite because I heard the leak <gasps> and I said, this is going to be one of the best entries we'll hear all year. I, it, th- right. That leak genuinely it's because is they fantastic. H major, and you you resonated ah! with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, because my musical ability is like 
above all the it's ephemeral. You cannot put Wait, it what? into words. That's You're telling why three people, four people with almost music degrees here. Yes. Your we had to teach you the difference between A sharp and B flat literally last week. Well, the funny thing is there is no difference, is there? Is no, no. Difference. no. Uh, you got told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's cold. Uh, I'm cold. All right. Tolly, hand over I'm... the degree. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see if she'd pick up on it. I am impressed and disappointed. <laughs> Kaz, are you ready for your minute? Uh, yeah. Go. Well, okay, I went to Eurovision in concert. Uh, hold for pause. But um, <laughs> the whole, like, audience was chanting, like, the Pope part of it, and it had, like, one of the biggest, like, crowd reactions. And after that day, it actually grew on me. Before, I was kind of, like, mid-table, but now I think this might, like, end up in my top ten by the end of it. Because, like, when I was watching it, they just have a lot of charisma and energy. And it's like you're laughing with them, you're not laughing at them, which I think is, like a cornerstone of a good entry. And I mean, the, the, the only thing I have to criticize is maybe it's like a little bit niche in its message. But like, I feel like with juries, that should be a good thing if they're assessing lyrics. Like if they're not just some Moldovan person's cousin who can kind of play the ukulele, then like this should <laughs> work out well. But yeah, I really like it and it's a grower. 10 seconds remaining. Any rebuttals? Kaz, you served a great Left point. Left them speechless, yeah. No one's standing up for Moldova. I mean, I could have rebutted, but all I was going to say was Moldova catches so many strays here. They do catch strays. Oh Drive-bys on Moldova. In this it's podcast. not strays. It's intended for them. Let's be let's be real, please. Sniper it shots was, from exactly. Miles away. It was targeted. The laser was on. I would just say one more thing. Before, like this can be the interstitial line. When Jade first heard the song, she dashed into the house and immediately said, "I'm telling you, this is coming top five. I'm going to bet on it right now. The odds are at 81. I can't lose. <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody gamble like... responsibly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you win some, you lose more. The release of this song is like the Eurofans version of like, where were you on 9-11? I feel I like we can all remember. at the release we... time. So I got in my car and I drove home really quickly because it was like a 15, it was like 15 minutes to go or something. So I, dr- I sped home. I broke. I so did too. Jesus. Yeah. I just went. And then I got into the lounge room and I like put it on the TV. <laughs> I did the exact same, Aiden. I was eating ramen alone in a restaurant and I just sat there like mouth agape for three minutes as I watched. Like, <laughs> Why are we having 9-11 flashbacks? Honestly, not unlike 9-11, I woke up from a nap and wondered what the fuck was going on. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> How old were you when 9-11 happened? I was sick. I was 29. Just like when 9-11 happened, I wasn't there. So, I, okay, okay. I, took me yeah, we know I'm old. Leave me alone. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so there's no doubt that this is qualifying. Um, so instead of asking you any of that, I'm going to ask you to rate it out of ten to finish off. So let's go uh, quick, rapid fire. Uh, let's go, Lockie first. Ten. Holly. Nine. Kaz. Nine. Zoe. Eight. Aeon. <laughs> Suspense. Aeon? Aeon? <laughs> oh, sorry. Ten. <laughs> 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 sorry. 
sorry. I, I've, I've muted it because I've, I've been coughing a fair bit. So I've uh, just yeah. been muting it. So <laughs> okay. I thought I switched it back on. 10. Okay, Aiden. Uh, 8.5. And I give it a 10 as well. So make of that what you will. That's Austria. Is that the most agreed that we've been so far? Definitely. So Until far. Until we get to Finland. So far. Transition music. Up next, we are talking about Sweden, and this is one of probably the biggest comebacks ever. I'm really sad you didn't sing Sweden like Mr. Lordy. Like, real aggressive, like, Sweden. Anyway, go on. (laughs) Okay, would you like me to do that? Yeah, I really would. Okay. Next we have Sweden and we (laughs) are really, (laughs) we are really lucky to have Lorene Grace, uh, the Eurovision stage for a second time, 11 years after her victory with Euphoria. Uh, Lorene won Melody Festival in this year uh, with the song Tattoo. So since Lorene was announced very, very early on in the season in November, uh, Sweden has been topping the odds uh, going into the contest, regardless of whatever song she was going to send. Uh, it was pretty much a lock from that moment on that she was going to do incredibly well. And I think it's easy to say that there's two people really in the running to win at this point. So with that being said, we have seven people itching to talk about this song. So I am going to pick Kaz to go first about this song. All right, go. Okay, so I love Laureen. And I like the song. Like, that's, I think, where I'm at with it. Like, she is better than the song. And that's why it's in my top 10. Um, I think they transferred the staging well because we got the first rehearsal clip of her. And that was, like, a question of how are they going to redo the staging because it was, like, kind of weird and you needed that Melfair stage to do it. But I think they did it with good with the smoke LED as well to avoid what happened in the national final where she was just not visible because of the smoke. And... I, I'm starting to feel more confident that she's going to be the winner. I just, I feel like she's going to do better in the televote than Karia's going to do in the jury vote. I don't mind if she wins because, you know, I like her. And Johnny Logan will be sweating bullets on, like, you know, how to come back at 85 and get Ireland another win. But I, I like it. But would it be my favorite choice for a winner? No. But I would be happy because I like her. Oh, you've wow. got two seconds. Perfect. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't any think re- I'd make it. Any okay. rebuttals? Shoot the. <laughs> oh, here we go. We banned any rebuttals for this song. No, I'm actually. Why did I go first? Now I'm gonna. Go. I'm oh. not gonna slander Lorene yet. Um. <laughs> yeah. No, the main thing I wanted to talk about. Was... Oh fuck! No, I've forgotten what it was. Wait, <laughs> wait. No, I've forgotten. Oh shit! Are you serious? Oh, oh, okay, I'm, bag. Hang on, I'm, hang on, hang on. I'm Aiden, I'm gonna take this away from you in ten oh, seconds. Fuck. Uh, you know what? No, I've, I'm reneging. <gasps> Back with Ooh, the I'll think of it later. Okay, <laughs> I think Lucky's tuned in. Fuck Johnny Logan. Oh, it was gonna be about Johnny Logan. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, we can do a joint one. No, it's okay. You, no, you there's not enough time. Okay. Lucky, Fuck in. Johnny Logan. That's all I'm going to say. No, Johnny Logan's fine. He's just an old man now. But the point is, I would rather Loreen be the most winningest artist of all time than some crusty exactly. old Irish man. And that's all I'll say on that. Leave Frankston alone. 
<laughs> also, Johnny Logan will still have the record if she wins. Yeah, yeah. but you know, we're yes. getting there. Not to okay. me. <laughs> but not to me. One step at a time, Ada. One year at a time. Okay, I am going to pick Aeon for their minute. Um, so I really think Sweden this year have got the full package. There's no doubt about it. Sure, the song is what basic, slightly, you know, um, I guess uh, slightly more accessible than perhaps we'd expect from the innovative Lorene. But I think her performance, her vocal ability, her presence is enough to elevate this from solid mid-table to something that's cataclysmically phenomenal. I don't care what anybody says. She, I expect her to win. I think she has enough to get support from the televote and the jury. And I can't be mad. I think it's a poetic way for her to kind of end her Eurovision career, being the the performer with the most singers and bring her country in line with Ireland as the country with the most Eurovision wins. And I'm so, so proud of her. And I cannot wait to, to see her perform on the night. So great job, SVT. See you all in Stockholm next year. Bam! That's it. Perfect. No, that was, that that was a nice. perfect 60 seconds. And well done. Well, astutely put. Any rebuttals? Damn. That's what I fucking thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to throw to Aiden oh, for this hi. minute. Here we go. Uh, we're making a compliment sandwich for. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> right. right. Putting, right. putting Aiden right. right in the middle is perfect. Are you ready? Hang on. Yes. <laughs> I've never really been sold on this from the minute I first heard the snippet. I thought it was just generic and didn't really show any evolution from Euphoria, which is so weird because with statements and ride, Lorene has definitely gone a long way. So it's weird to see her go back to step one. Um, the staging, I've never been sold on it. I think the concept is cool in theory, but I don't think the execution is impressive. And I think honestly, it's just outright ugly a lot of the time. And I don't like how they've translated it to the stage from what I've seen. Um, we haven't seen second rehearsals yet, but based on the first rehearsal, it just looks cheap and it doesn't really look, I don't know. It doesn't look like it connects with the song and I don't, I just don't like watching it. I don't know. The song's boring. I don't find Lorene to be the godlike figure that a lot of people seem to. And I don't know. The song is just there and the staging is there. And I don't know. I don't want her to win. <laughs> it's just petty, but like, seriously, go find another job to do. You don't need to keep coming back to this. Go do something else. Get a hobby, get a job, you know, that's the end. Two seconds. Damn, y'all are really uh, killing this minute so far. I'm impressed. Uh, any rebuttals to Aiden? Oh, God. Oh, wow. Okay, Kaz. Okay. Well, I think I don't disagree with the whole, like, it's a step back from statements and, like, her other outside of Eurovision music. But, like, let's be real. Like, Euphoria won. Statements couldn't even beat some, like, Shawn Mendes ripoff in a national final second chance competition. Like, there's a reason. I feel like there's a thing about, like, accessibility and I feel like even relating it back to Austria, it's like Austria's message is kind of nation specific, but it's got enough fun that I feel like it's accessible. But I do, I don't know. I think the staging translated well. Like, I feel like that's pretty much as good as they could have done. Maybe it does kind of look like a hydraulic press, like, but I mean, like, I like the smoke LED a lot. I feel like that was a smart choice. Oh, yeah. Damn. That was one thing I was going to say that I didn't, I just, yeah, I don't really like that they've added stuff to it. I feel like Sweden always adds something, you know, like they add, you know, extra camera shots or they add extra stuff to the LED. And it's just like, I don't know. I feel like it's always overkill, but we haven't seen second rehearsals yet. So this is all speculative. All right. Uh, should I go next? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Go. This is 
confusing to me because I really, really like this song. I actually am, I, I can't stop listening to it. It's really beautiful. However, the first time I heard it, I really thought it was like a dummy in B-side. So I, I think I don't quite understand why I turned around on it, but something about the staging and the general package of the song itself uh, has made me fall in love with it. And I listen like when it won, I listened to the song on repeat. Oh my god, all of these songs are going to say the same thing. I listened to the song on repeat, and I did a little boogie and a dance, <laughs> and, and uh, I really, really just enjoy listening to it. I, I, this is one of the songs that you you're sitting on a bus and you look out the window and you're like, it's me. Uh, I'm uh, singing in the rain and I'm uh, <laughs> living my life. So I don't know. It makes me feel things. It's it's really uh, wholesome and nice. So that's why I kind of like Sweden. Thank you. Cool. Any rebuttals? <laughs> Shoot up. Okay, yeah, Aiden. <laughs> Would you say that this song makes you feel not afraid to get funky? <laughs> oh my god, that's not a rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> it's a question. <laughs> We're never gonna get up past. There's this not funky gonna be shit. one episode where this isn't brought up. <laughs> uh, it's been consistent ever since. I don't think there's a single episode. <laughs> Holly. Ready, set, go. It was really nice of you to bring up the idea that it's a two-horse race because I know it's very much between Lorene and Marco for the win this year. Um, <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm aware. I'm aware it's Sweden or Finland. Um, but I think yeah, I'm, I'm on the same page as Kaz about this one. I love Lorene. Euphoria is in my top five of all time. This isn't it. Um, I, and I think... And this is obviously all hypothetical, but had she come in with Tattoo 11 years ago and Euphoria now, I would absolutely say she's deserving of the title of most wins for an individual and most wins for a country. But I just, I, I don't get it with this. It's, it's fine. It's a good enough song. I'll listen to it. It's just not my vibe. Anyone have anything to say about Holly? You leave Marco alone. <laughs> oh, I'll go. Cha cha cha. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> okay, so first of all, uh, Marco Mangoni is being dressed by Versace this year and will wear multiple. If you costumes. say anything about polishing a turd, I am leaving. <laughs> Donatella <laughs> Versace. Versace. <laughs> Versace. And will wear Versace, multiple Versace. costumes this year. But that doesn't mean that you can't. Shut up! <laughs> but you can't polish a turd. No! That's, a, that's, that's a good point. Uh, Zoe. I understand that you're the one in power here, but please cut that shit out. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zoe, I'm giving you your minute. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And go. All right. Uh, first, that shout out, Kaz, just because I can. Love you, babe. No, I, yeah, I like Lorraine as a performer. I like the instrumental for this. I love, like, the, the clicky sound at the start. It just kind of scratches my head nicely. Um, the staging's a cool idea. I don't think it's really translating great at Liverpool, but also people in Liverpool are watching Eurovision, probably haven't have watched Melfest. So maybe without that comparison that we have, it'll translate better. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm a massive statements apologist. I absolutely love it. And I do think this is an understandable backtrack for her. Sad to see, but I get why she did it. It's obviously working. So why not? Um, yeah, it's fine. Look, if it wins, I'll be not disappointed or sad. I'll just kind of be like, ah, oh, kind of similar to Ukraine. Like everyone saw it coming. Um, but yeah, I don't really have much to say on this song. It's fine. It's a decent song. 
Yeah. Oh, two seconds to go. Baku. Oh, <laughs> I think there's a little Baku whispering behind me. What's going on, Lucky? A couple, like, uh, a couple of people said similar things about this. The staging not translating um, in the travel across. Just something to keep in mind. We saw Melfest down a lens in a different aspect ratio, um, completely like planned, and we've seen ostensibly iPhone footage from the fifth row, uh, you know, of <laughs> the stadium of... And footage is generous. This. That was mainly photos. Yeah, mainly photos. So I think, like, I mean, you know, we'll see with the staging translation. Um, it might not work. I've got a good feeling that with SVT behind it, it's going to work out. Do you think we'll have a Benji and Grosso situation where they kind of kill the... um? the illusion that's created by the camera vision down the lens. Like, that's my biggest fear. You mean like a like a maps where they're like at the end, kill the illusion? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or like with Sergei um, in 2016 where they have that angle that gives away the illusion of him climbing up the, yeah. the staging. Like, See, I will give her credit. Like, I feel like it's an illusion but it's not an illusion where you're wondering how they did it. Like, you know that it's two yeah. screens. So I don't think, I think it's like Kate revealing the poles. Yeah. I think it's like, um, it's cooler to see how they've done it because yeah. how they've done it is actually cool. It's not like we held cardboard up to the camera or we put a dent in a wall so that a foot can go into it. You know, like it's actually something cool. Yeah. That's almost like the point of the staging is that you see that and go, holy shit, she's actually in quote unquote real danger. <laughs> It's giving sandwich press. It is giving panini press. I'll give her that. I think that's the most favorable thing I've said about this entry. School field trip to the hydraulic press. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, I want to see it like Skittles going through, you know, when they put the Skittles in it and the whole mu Skittle mush comes out of the top. Anyway, oh, I so love good. hydraulic press video. I, I know that video exactly. <laughs> that's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> Lucky is the last one due to do their bit. Are you ready? Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I am. Okay. I forgot you were talking to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I'm in the room with you. All right. And go. Uh, Loreen, I think, is the only person that could carry a song like this to the level that it's at. She's just the kind of performer that kind of elevates everything that she does. Even Euphoria, like everyone loves to say this um, now that it's been so popular for so long. Like everyone was like, it's actually just a basic pop song. Like, yeah, it is. But look at what she did with it. And now look at what she's doing with Tattoo. Um. The staging, I think, is pretty awesome. It's innovative. Something kind of, you know, massive that we haven't seen before. Um, she just has this ability to emote, even when she's singing a song that she didn't write, really, because she, you know, has a dream team writing for her. Um, and also that doesn't mean that much to her. She just has the ability to express things. And Lorene is um, wonderful in so many ways. And this has not been an exception for me. I knew she was winning Melfest and I was happy about it. And I know she's probably going to win this year and I'm actually happy about it. So that's a W for me. Let's go. Heck. Oh my gosh. Heck Insta already. Heck. Go for it. The one thing I do worry about with Lorene is like, yes, she emotes very well, but her diction always leaves something to be desired. And I worry that that may not connect quite as well, particularly with the juries as it would if she was a bit clearer in the way that she sung. Like, that's the one thing that I do sort of worry about because you lose the message in not being able to hear what she's saying a lot of the time. This might be a song that benefits from that, 
It, it may well be. Yeah, yeah the lyrics <laughs> aren't the lyrics aren't anything to write home about. So you yeah. you might be right. It's not deep. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe you're right. But like also, you know, people are going to Google it and go, "Oh, really? That's it? Okay." Yeah, fair. I, I think I got most of it. But yeah, anyway, Loreen, good job. All right, we are going to do quick fire once again, and everyone is going to rate it out of ten. Aiden. Actually, no, 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 don't. No. Sorry. Not Aiden. Sorry. No. I know what your score is. So you heard a dangerous off. syllable forming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Kaz. 9.5. Holly. Six and a half. Jade. 10. Lockie. 10. Aeon. 9.5. Zoe. 7. Aiden. 3. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. Three? Not an upgrade. Yeah, it was a 2.5 earlier, but then I realized that it's a three. You know what? I will give it a 2.5 because that's funnier. 2.5. The third country and second last country we are talking about in this series is Finland and... You may have heard us talk about Finland a lot because you've probably heard it in most of our top threes. But Finland uh, is being represented this year by Carrier, who won UMK with Cha Cha Cha. Uh, I don't even know what else to say about this song because I think its reputation sort of precedes it a little bit. Um, I am going to, I think this is going to be a really easy minute for everyone to speak on this. And I think you'll find that it's not very varied uh, because we're all in love with it. uh, Pretty hardcore. I'm going to pick on Aiden first, actually. I want Aiden to talk about Carrier first. Are you ready for your minute? It's crazy. It's party. 10 out of 10. I yield my time. Fuck you. (laughs) Slow. (laughs) Slow. Okay. Great. Any rebuttals? He's right. (laughs) (laughs) This is like inverse bridges. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it is gonna be very fast. Lockie, you ready? Yeah, of course. And uh, three, two, one, go. This song is the bomb. It's so fucking good. Like, okay, UMK was so strong. Um, and I think I tried to be controversial and picked like the boring ballad as my winner. I did like Alexandria, but looking back now, it was always this. This is the bomb. It's got an incredible staging. The staging's only gotten better since it got to Liverpool, which is insane to say, given how good it was. I'm so impressed. Finland, I would love to see us in Helsinki next year um, or anywhere in Finland. Um, 10 out of 10, fuck yeah. I also yield my time. Fuck you. Fucking hell. Oh my God, this is going to be short. Oh, Zoe. Rebuttal on uh, your opinions on UMK. How the fuck can you call it a strong year and have... Alexandria as your winner. That I just really how? liked it, okay? I just really liked it. I don't know what oh, to I tell you. Alexandria <laughs> was cute. I thought it was cute. I can tell you the like my top three was like all bangers. Like all all some of my favorite um songs. I also really liked Hoida Mut. Oh, I remember Hoida Mut? Did anyone try the Hoida Mut? I thought the Hoida Mut was good. We loved the Hoida Mut. UMK does horny songs so well, and I really fucking hope one of them wins sometime soon. Well, only horny gay songs, because I feel like Jezebel is horny to an extent. No, but it has to be a gay sex song. Yeah, we need need a gay sex song from UMK to win. When's Axel coming back? 
I've just said we had two years to pick a song or an artist that had the word Kuma in it and didn't. Oh, you're right. my nan. I miss you every day, my, my sweetie. I'm going to go next because why not? Uh, three, two, one, go. I think, I think this might be one of the best Eurovision songs of all time. There's something so charming about how goofy he is on stage. Every, I keep saying the same thing. Uh, imagine you're looking out a window. Uh, no, uh, I just, I think this is <laughs> such a clown car of a song. There's so much in it. I was so shocked the second that the second half kicked in and the song changes into this like hyper pop moment and then goes back to like the hardcore rock elements. Like I, I'm really just so happy with the variety that Finland have brought. I think they've cracked the code. I think the staging that they brought to Liverpool is perfect. I didn't think it could get better and it has and I'm really excited to see it win hopefully I really hope so uh that's the end of my minute Baku. Oh, okay lucky so I guess it's not really a rebuttal but I just want to say like it is very goofy but it's another one of those goofy songs like Austria that kind of has some meaning into it and that is what makes it so like kind of strong I think so goofy with the meaning that's my new favorite Eurovision trope yeah you're right. I think, yeah, I think songs don't always have to have meaning. I think that's why I like it because it's just like it doesn't take itself too seriously. He doesn't take himself too seriously. He's just there to have like a stupid time. Silly, goofy guy. Yeah. Holly, would you like your minute? I would love my minute. All right. Here's your minute starting now. I think I'm the only one with any kind of dissent on this one. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone else has it first in their ranking, if not very close to first. It's still in my top 10. It's a great song. Um, I'm completely sold on the second half. The first half listening to it in the studio version doesn't quite grab me the way that I thought it would, but we're lucky we're doing this today after the first rehearsals have come out because seeing the staging, seeing how it's being presented, I'm like, I'm sold. This is the year for some absolute goofs to win. And I, I hope that that happens, whether it's Finland, whether it's Austria, whether even Slovenia are so much fun this year. I just want fun. I want the fun back in Eurovision and hopefully this takes it out. Baku, I guess. I thought someone else was going to say this. The, the If you haven't watched it like live a couple of times, the thing that will like really sell you on the first half is hearing everyone in the arena like screaming along yeah. with the cha-cha-cha bit. I do agree. That bit's super catchy. It just, and I, I've seen the, the UMK okay. performance a couple of times. So- it just didn't hook me the same way as the like the whole big palette thing and the box. Mm. Like I'm I'm obsessed. Yeah, for sure. I I can agree with what you're saying there. Ayan, are you ready for your minute? I mean, I don't I didn't think you were ever gonna offer it to me. I thought I'd have to beg, but sure. <laughs> All right, your minute starts now. I truly love this song. I think a lot of people have said it's fun, it's goofy, he's got character. It's just it's so easy to pick up. People will sing along. I think it's just just wonderful and I'm so glad. UMK this year was a very strong selection and the best song on the night one. And I think, I know I've said Sweden will win, but my heart really is calling for a Finland dub and hopefully we are in Helsinki next year because I just think there's just something magical 
about the song and I think the televoters will connect whether the juries do. That's still that's up for debate, but I mean credit where credit's due. It was a it's a great job and I'm just very glad that we have an amazing song to bop to. So yeah, on ya, Karia. Zoe? Yeah, this is one of the best Eurovision songs of all time, easily, hands down. Um, my only controversial take is I think I like the first half more than the second half. When I first listened mm-hmm. to it, I was just stunned. I was so happy. Um, That's such a Gex yeah. fan thing to say. This is my hey, minute. Hey, 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 hold I'm on, sorry. hold on. I'm pausing the minute. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to. Gex fans rise. This is your first warning. <laughs> the first there is a second warning. No mercy. There could be a hundred Gexen. I want to believe in you. <laughs> so I made that sweet Incredible talent. Just so everyone knows, we're recording this at midnight, so we're all half asleep. <laughs> yeah. I'm very sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. It's okay. Uh, first warning for Holly. <laughs> uh, Zoe, I paused to the timer at 40 seconds. Would you like to reset your timer or would you like to continue from 40 seconds? <laughs> 40 seconds to go? Yeah. Now I'll be fine. Keep going. Sweet. Excellent. Starting the timer now. Yeah, um, Carrier is so charismatic. Um, he's so much fun to watch. I love all of his interviews. I love his silly little character. I've been loving all of the content on the UMK channel. Um, watching him absolutely fucking landslide it was one of the highlights of NFCs, and um, I screamed actually out loud. I was so happy. Yeah, I really, really, really hope he wins. Um, whether he does, I I know he's going to come close. I know it's going to be a tight race. I just really hope. Um, SPT fumbles the bag and we can get the Eurovision Helsinki next year. Go King. I yield my time. Fuck you. <laughs> Any rebuttals? Holly? No, I, I got nothing like to, to say. rebut Holly and say, <laughs> how fucking dare you? <laughs> this podcast it's fine. I know when I've been silenced. No. Were you silent, silent or, or were you, you silenced? silenced? Hey, uh, y'all, I just, I just know y'all ain't talking about being silenced. I just know <laughs> y'all ain't talking about being silenced. Uh, I yield my time. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, Kaz, you're the last one left. Uh, this song is very much like the essence of Eurovision. I don't know if I call it like the best of all time, but it's, I think, definitely like one of the best of this year. Uh, to be honest, I got a little bit burnt out because I was so high in it when it first, like, even before the national final. So I haven't actually listened to it in a while because I'm trying to say that for the Eurovision. But, yeah, I agree with pretty much everything everyone else said. It's like another one where you're laughing with him, not at him. And it's good energy. I mean, maybe my controversial take is, like, I don't... I, I don't... I kind of like the original staging, maybe, but, um, yeah, I have nothing to add. It's just... I, I do hope this wins, honestly, because it would be... I think just a fun time. Cha-cha-cha. I'm going to cut in here because I don't think it's fair to say anything about the staging when we haven't seen it down at Camera Lens yet. Uh, and I, oh, I know I'll, I'll put my ranking back down then. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, wait, no. Hang on. Whoa, whoa, hang on. Whoa. <laughs> what, which one? Uh, I don't know what to do from here. <laughs> help, lol. Help, help. I'm confused. Help. Uh, yeah. I Okay, well, now I feel like I can't say anything, so I'm just going <laughs> to retract that, and I never said anything. So, great. Amazing. Oh, I'm All so right. sorry to silence you. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> Me, a white woman, I have been silenced. 
I want everyone to rate it out of 10 and then I'm going to ask a secondary question after we've all rated it. Okay. So uh, I'll start. It's a 10. Aeon. Probably the easiest 10 I'll give today. Aiden. 9.5. You said 10. Wait, 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 wait. What? (laughs) You changed it. Okay, I, I, it's like a ten in like a. It's a really good sense, but like if I'm actually writing it, it's a nine point five. <laughs> Nonsense! What does that even I mean? I can't believe you've changed your. I'll just say ten. How's that? Okay. I can't fucking believe you. Well, because in my ranking, it's a nine point five, but I didn't want to like lie. So say nine point five. But then and, I said like, ten. Stand early. by it. Yeah, but I said ten earlier for dramatic effect. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, well, fair enough. It was dramatic. I don't. E- anyway, good luck Ten. editing this one, Jade. Uh, <laughs> Kaz. Ten. Lucky. Ten. Holly. Eight. Throws to mother. No. Oh, I'm so sorry. Air strikes. Have I missed anyone? That was everyone, right? Oh. Ah, uh, Zoe. <laughs> 10 for Karia, 0 for Jade. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm actually the worst fucking host. I don't, why am I doing this podcast? There are seven people on this podcast right now. Because of the two countries that we've uh, talked about this episode that are clearly the front runners for the contest to win. My secondary question for each of you is that who do you think is going to take out the contest in the end? Um, and give me your reason why. Uh, I am going to start with Kaz. Here's how Gustav can still win Eurovision in 2023. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Louder. Louder. My, my heart is saying Finland. My head is saying Sweden. But I, I don't know. I was a Finland truther for a while. But I think... Uh, I think... Recently, I've kind of just like been trying to do the numbers, the maximum head, and I'm just like, I think Sweden's got it, so I'll, I'll say Sweden. Yeah, Finland in my heart, Sweden in my head. I think Sweden has more jury pool than Finland will have televote pool, if that makes sense. Like, they're going to not be able to match each other, but it should be interesting. Um, and yeah, I hope Finland wins. Finland is winning the televote. I think Sweden could win the jury vote, but I think Monica Linky don't is going to tutor tutor her way to the top of that jury scoreboard. And we are going to Helsinki next year. Mark my words. What a random <laughs> suggestion. I've never heard okay. anyone say anything like that before. What an odd thing to say. Okay. Uh, Aeon. <laughs> I think for me, it's a matter of, I think other people have spoken to this as well. It's a matter of head versus heart. In my heart, I would love Finland to win. Um, but I think I think Lorraine's got this in the bag. I think they'll put together a package that's polished enough to appeal enough to the jurors and the televote to Stephen Bradbury their way into number one. And I'm not going to be mad about it. Ideally, I'm in Helsinki next year, but if it's Stockholm, well, it ain't shit. So I can't be mad. So I think Sweden has got this. Is it a Stephen Bradbury if he is already a front runner? I mean, in a way, Stephen Bradbury was a front runner by being in the Stephen finals. Stephen Bradbury would be we're going back to Baku next year. Yeah, or if like no, that's Sweden. not a Stephen Bradbury. No. Azerbaijan are making the final. No. Marco, on the other hand, that's a Stephen Bradbury. Not that's Stephen. Not. Stephen Bradbury. He made it all the way to the final, so he was a front runner by being the final six, right? All right. 
Okay. And so what I'm hearing like, from everyone is that Marco is going to Stephen Bradbury and it's going to be fine. Amazing. So literally nobody on. said that. Everyone literally nobody <laughs> said that. Everyone nobody even hinted at that. <laughs> Nobody's brought up Marco Mangoni. Nobody brought up Marco. Shut up, Aiden. Oh, my God, Aiden. But you know what's crazy? You know who's in a final six, Gustav? Was it seven oh or six in the Belgian National If it was six, cut the, it was seven, cut the seven. <laughs> okay, no, I what I said. Are we talking about the Belgian national final? Is it time to talk about Tom Francis again? He, he was in oh last place in the odds, and then he won. Oh, that's the president Gustav. I mean, that's Tom a Francis. Anyway, Holly. Hi, how you doing? Holly, what do you think? Finland, I yield my time. Fuck you. Cool. <laughs> Finland going to win. Okay. Uh, Anyone else? Zoe? Who haven't I asked? Zoe. I think you hate me. No, I swear I was just thinking about you and you answered in my head. Sorry, I was finishing eating. Um, I would ask if anyone wants a chocolate chip cookie, but they're all gone. Sorry, eat chip. And we're in different um, suburbs. We're also all on <laughs> I am in another now. continent. I can yeah. throw really well. All the way to Portugal. <laughs> all the way to Portugal, yeah. I'm in purgatory. I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's... Hard to tell until we see how Sweden looks down the lens. Um, like, that's going to be the make or break. Can they pull off something as effective as they did at Melfest? Um, I'm feeling a lot more confident about Kari's staging regardless. Um, so I'm, well, Laureen will probably have a better pull with the juries than I imagine he would. Um, I'm still going to go... And say it's it's Finland. I reckon it's going to be really tight. Like this is going to be like down to a couple of points, but I reckon it's Finland. I think Finland has it. Honestly, I I get the head versus heart thing and can see how Sweden has a chance, but I just I don't want to believe it. Finland. I hope you guys are right. I'm not as confident, but I would love to see it. <laughs> The final country we are talking about, uh, it's a long time coming, but Australia, which is our home nation, has sent Voyager, which is a synth metal band representing us after coming second last year with the song Dreamer, which was a televote favourite. We don't know how much of a televote favourite, unfortunately, because uh, of the set integers, but we all know that uh, it was quite robbed, I think. It was enough that SBS released the press release with the the quote this year, Australia decided last year, this year we listened. Yep, yep, that's exactly right. So this year we are sending the song Promise to Liverpool and this could well be our last time entering Eurovision because SBS's contract with the EBU is also coming to an end and we don't know if it's going to be uh, renewed. So this could be it. We could be sending a band finally and that's the end of it. What I'm going to do is I'm, I'm actually going to throw to our, uh, our Voyager Stan, our resident Voyager Stan, Lockie, who might have a lot to say on it <laughs> to start with. Go for it. I think you've made the right call. <laughs> okay. uh, no, I mean, everyone will have a lot to say because I think we're all fans of Voyager. Last year, all of us on this podcast right now got to go to the Gold Coast and see Oz Decides. It was one of the most life-affirming experiences I've ever had. I'm sure that everyone here would say the same thing. Um, and, I mean, not the Voyager part, the whole trip 
but the Voyager part helped. Anyway, it was an amazing experience. I think we were all a bit kind of crushed when they didn't win. And so this year when, well, Crystal Ball leaked that Voyager was going and then leaked the song all in the space of about an hour, um, I like quite literally cried um, with joy and relief. Uh, This is a band that since they released Dreamer last year, I've followed really closely. I got to see them live um, in Melbourne this past or like late last year, which is fucking amazing. They're so good. This song, um, it makes me so proud (laughs) to know that we're actually sending something good like a good attempt at doing well at Eurovision to Eurovision is so cool. I just am so happy and proud of the boys. Um, man. And Simone. And Simone. Simone's one of the boys. (laughs) Have you seen all of their? Yeah. fair, fair. (laughs) Yeah. It's been a really good few kind of months since that announcement happened. And now Mm. we're a week away. We are mere hours away from their rehearsal as well. And I'm just so happy and excited and I don't think I'm alone. Can we talk real quick on that 24 hours between, or not even 20, even 24 hours between the sudden announcement of our entry getting released and the leak? Because I don't think I've ever been more stressed. I it was such chaos. Every so single emotion. Traumatic. Mind you, it probably was more traumatic for Chris Sebastian. Who found <laughs> on oh, I was going to say that. A bunch of hate mail for no reason. It's Guy really Sebastian's crazy. brother, Chris, everyone just assumed that it was going to be him because SBS Eurovision followed him. And then Crystal Ball kind of teased Crystal Ball put it in a poll. Yeah. And it was like, oh my God. <laughs> Poor guy. We so and would think, do that. Yeah. It, it speaks to, I think I wanted to mention this as well when Jay was doing the intro about um this being our last participation. It does speak to how in the la- in like this year, this Eurovision cycle, how poorly managed um Eurovision has been by SBS yeah and 100%. I think Absolutely. I can speak for every Eurovision fan from Australia in that we feel um disheartened I guess and it feels like SBS has really phoned it in this year they haven't cared for everything from not updating socials to Jade getting sent a press release with a fucking cursor in the um <laughs> In the banner image. Even down to the um, 5 a.m. release of the song, which is so yeah. inconvenient. Like, yes, we do the 5 a.m. We do the 5 a.m. wake up for the shows because it's important to be there and see it live and be able to vote while we can. But to have yeah. our own song released, yeah, at such an inaccessible time for everyone is just just bizarre to me, honestly. We don't have a choice in the 5 a.m. wake up to do that. I'd love this could have been that back. Um, yeah, this absolutely. could have even been like an evening release for us, which is still morning over in Europe. That's the thing that drives me crazy because I'm like, why would you release it at like at night in uh, Europe and then make it super early for us? Like it, it doesn't yeah. line up. Like I just think it's absolutely nonsense. And that the release yeah. didn't come from SBS at all. It came from the official Eurovision channel. Yeah. Like it's just. Yeah, it's we still yeah. haven't had anything as far as I've seen from the official SBS Eurovision channels. Um, yeah. And it, Eurovision is literally like, yeah, a week and four hours away. Like to put it in context. And I think context can be a little bit important is that 
our public broadcaster for Eurovision or S- SBS in this case is literally running on fumes. Um, and although it's absolutely unacceptable that they've been so far removed from promoting the contest, um, we've had a, a, a government change. Previous government did not fund this very vital kind of public broadcaster at all to the point where it kind of makes sense if you look at it from that way that they don't actually have the resources, the financing available to kind of really put their pussy into it. Um, In saying that, this is like their biggest draw card though. Is it actually Eurovision is one of their biggest events across their calendar as far as I'm concerned. Yes, yes, but the effort effort versus... um, the ratings it gets. I'm not saying it's not culturally relevant, I think, but when they break it down into numbers, I, I mean, it's the same reason why Kate had to crowdfund her performance in 2019. Yeah, same reason why Montaigne couldn't go to um, to Rotterdam and had to send in her live on tape. I think, I think it's always when we criticise SBS, and nine times out of ten it is absolutely warranted, but I think it also helps to know that the, the, the kind of... the authorizing environment that they're working in that they're really trying to make a dollar stretch so fucking far um i don't know i'm just like an svs apologist by the way in case no, nobody's yeah, picked that up i get you it makes sense um like we all know how much struggle sbs is under and how much struggle public broadcasters are under um but it, on the same token there are people on the team and all it takes is a tweet to be like hey our song's coming out in 24 hours. Like, there wasn't even that from the SBS mm. channel is kind of more what I'm getting at. Like, we'd all understand a bare bones or a bare minimum attempt, but there wasn't even that. And that coupled with the fact that this is our final year, potentially, is just leaving a really sour taste in everyone's mouth. So I'm really glad we're going out on, if I'm going to say we're going out, I'm not optimistic. Um, I'm really glad we're going out in a high note. I get people's worry for Chris Sebastian because it did feel <laughs> incredibly possible <laughs> considering. Um, but, yeah, I've really – something's got to change at SBS. Another channel's got to pick it up. I, I don't know how we're going to stay in. Because there's been not a lot of um, SBS kind of gamesmanship the song is being completely carried by Voyager's own promotion and their own efforts. And they they've are doing in... such a good job. My God. They really are. They've put, they've put in like their whole ass into like the, um, like the little bit more YouTube things. They've done some covers and like really engaged heavily with the fandom, which is awesome to see. And um, they're, they're actually like kind of beloved, which is beautiful. Um, anyway, I just am like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm happy that at least even without SBS doing all that they could do, we're still getting like a pretty good experience out of it, which is good. And it'll still be fun to watch. Anyway. Let's actually talk about the song. Yeah, fuck me. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, SBS, like we know that they're not handling it well, but we can be really, really proud of our entry this year, I think. Absolutely. And so with that, I'm going to actually start with you, Zoe. What do you think of Promise? Oh, yeah, no, I, I really like it. I think it's a solid showing. I think I will probably, this will probably be echoed by a few other people in this chat from memory saying that um maybe having Dreamer go first might have made this not seem as good because Dreamer is, I mean, for me, is a better song. 
Um, but that's that's not saying that promise isn't great. Um, I think I'm so fucking happy we're sending them. Um, I think it's well time Australia sends a band. The fact that it's taken us this long is insane. Just like so fucking weird considering rock music is like the lifeblood of this country. It's like that and fucking AFL football and four and 20 meat pies. Like that's just <laughs> kind of what keeps Australia going. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love it. It's really fun. They're obviously having a lot of fun with it. The guitar solo to guitar solo just fucking gets me every time. It's yeah, so, so I true. love it. So I fucking true. love it. Um, yeah, I we know from experience that they're amazing performers. Yes. Um, even if I reckon this is still going to win over people who might not be a fan of quote-unquote metal, even though I wouldn't call this, you know, the most heavy song. True. Um, I think they're just so much fun that they're going to storm the televote at Eurovision like they did at Australia Decides. Fuck yeah. yeah. I'm super totally, proud. totally agree. I, like, this is something to be so proud of for us. I like we got the chance to you know have a chat with them and uh and speak to them at the after party for Oz Decides yeah. and like they're so humble like and they're proper fans too like we we're listening to you know all of the songs that we <laughs> want to hear to get down and dance to or get funky to Nope. And, <laughs> anyway, and like they were singing all the words to Shum and dancing to every single entry. So they're the proper fans. Yeah, they were also keen straight off the bat, like lost Australia to size or came second. Literally half hour, an hour later, we're in the club like, yeah, no, we're doing it again. Yeah. Like we're we're not giving up. We're, we're going to Eurovision. Like they left AD with a fire under their asses. I reckon we would have been seeing them again this year, Australia decides or not. I totally support all the lovely sentiments and I think I'll get there at some point. But for now, I don't think the song has quite translated to me. Um, And it's just, I don't know if it's because I keep comparing it to Dreamer, which is one of the best songs or best songs released in 2022. But I think for me, Promise is missing something. In saying that, though, I fully expect there to be, like, the show of all shows. I'll put the mother of all shows on um, because I remember with uh, with Dreamer seeing it live with that amazing light show. I think that just made all the kind of everyone sitting on the fence a little bit become a believer. And so I fully expect that to be the case. But I don't know. I don't know whether it's it's... I haven't quite picked up what it is I'm I'm not, like, going crazy about, what part of the song I'm not feeling. I just think it's just not for me yet. But I really look forward to eating my words um, in a couple of weeks' time. In saying that, though, I think if it is our last year, which, like Zoe, I, I kind of feel it might be for at least a few years until SBS get their bearings, um, I'm eternally glad that we went with what was rightfully the the pick or the, the act that Australia chose last year. And so to end on that note, um, with a band kind of out of left field, at least for Australia, is it is quite symbolic about of our journey across like, you know, throughout our Eurovision years. 
Um, and you'll never meet like a band in Australia who are more, um, you know, crazy or more avid about the fact that they're participating in Eurovision. So that makes me proud as an as an Aussie Eurofan seeing our act like really engage with the whole experience and really milk it for all it's worth. And I do hope they get some opportunities from it. But the song itself, um, yeah, I'm not quite there yet. But don't get too mad. I am known to be very fickle. So expect something different in a week and a half time. Yeah, I can't wait for your apology Friday morning. Yeah, <laughs> the notes app apology is ready to go. I'm just waiting to post it. I think it is the dreamer thing that's like I, it's a, I don't dislike this song. I, I'm it's it's a good it's good. It's just not like great for me. I I and I think it is because I've heard Dreamer and like that song. Like I think everyone here would agree. Like that probably should have been our entry last year. Like it just yeah, it just felt it. Well, yeah, like logistically maybe, but also like it just felt like the one that was probably gonna do the best, like most kind of apt for, um, like the trends of last year as well. I think with this one, I like them. And I think like I think they're gonna do this is my prediction. I think they're gonna do very good in the semifinal because they're performing last and it's like a really good closer. It's got a lot of energy. I think they're gonna come like third, fourth. And then I think they're gonna open the final. And then I think they're gonna come like 20th. And that's what I'm seeing, unfortunately. But it's I'm just honestly, I'm fine with it because I like the band a lot. And uh, I guess I say I have a photo with one of our Eurovision representatives. Dreamer is an amazing song and, and like, I think probably would have been a better Eurovision entry as well. But we also like the context in which we've seen Dreamer is so different to how we've seen Promise. When we yeah. saw Dreamer and like at the time, like at the time of its release, I was in love with the song for sure. Um, but we got to see Dreamer in its best possible context, seeing it on the stage live at... Oz decides and like being a part of that experience, incomparable joy. So like definitely there's a sentiment of like, man, remember dreamer that we haven't had the chance to have with promise yet. Maybe it won't get to that height, but my hope is that when we see it on stage with like all the lights and the fire and this in the slow-mo and shit that I'm just going to flip my nuts and it'll be my number one Eurovision song of all time. I'm literally looking through all of my photos right now, trying to find the uh, video of us sitting around in the hotel room at AD singing along to, to Dreamer. Um, <laughs> found it. Um, and just getting, getting a little emotional about it all. I'm going to be oh. real. It was, yeah. yeah. I feel like we've got so many emotions attached to, to Dreamer that it's going to be hard to, um, to Put do those emotions I mean, on Voyager. I- yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I feel like it's a, a Voyager thing. Like, I feel like I I just have so much love and respect for them. Like, uh, and to come back after Dreamer, it's such a big feat. We looked up to that song so much, I think it's fair to say. And, yeah, and to turn around, it's like a lot of pressure to do the next best thing. And I, I really think they rose to the challenge with this song. Like, it's it's super impressive and they literally go into the you know the writing process with this song and knew that they were writing a eurovision song like they didn't just pluck a song and i i really feel like this is going to turn out and they've got a really good staging team behind them as well so yeah i i've got no doubts about this at all i want to hear what aiden thinks and it's been really quiet this whole time i think this is the downside of having seven people in an episode because i don't know what there's left to say (laughs) 
Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Um, so valid. No, look, I kind of like I like this less than I sound. I do, if that makes sense. I feel like I talk a lot about how happy I sent this, but then my rating doesn't really like that. I think I'm like happy that it feels like we're sending true to Australia, and not just because it's the televote winner, but as it's been said, the band. I think it's one of the most Eurovision songs we've sent. Like, obviously, you have Kate with the staging, and, you know, everyone wanted Kate Milahaki for years. She was so Eurovision, but this is at that same level. Like, the key tars, the, you know, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, daggy dad vibe they've all got. <laughs> like, mm. it's just like, ah. yeah. I think it's a really good chance for us to... Do something bold. Hell and yeah. Honestly, considering Russia is out, I cannot. A timeline where we do not get invited back. Yeah. Um, so I'm not really worried from that point of view. Like, I'm not thinking this is our final entry. I just, you know, I don't think it would make sense. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I am ready to be positively surprised when our drops in a few hours now mm -hmm. um and yeah i'm kind of middle of the road on it and my final thought on it is that i think we are going to win our final i agree my my thinking is sort of between what you and kaz have said i think we're definitely going to win the semi-final off the back of a good running order place and just the energy of the song and the semi-final being kind of mid generally speaking. I mean, um, honestly, I think it's my, like, favourite semi, but then there's no winners in it. Like, I think yeah. Austria, Slovenia, Australia are the most winning, winning song yeah. there. So and I think we win that, and I, I can see us coming, like, 20th in the final, and I'd still be happy just having seen them do it. Look, as long as they get to the final, as long as they get to the final and get two televisions, <laughs> that's a win for Oz decides as yeah. a process. proves that we were right. <laughs> Hell yes. And then next year we send Jaguar Jones, we win. Complete yeah. the cycle, and then we can quit Eurovision forever. Yeah, then we can be done. <laughs> I just think it's so, like, it's been such a special experience to watch Voyager's journey through. Like, those of you that are up on your Australia Decides lore would know that they um, they applied the previous year with a song called Runaway that they'd written as just a song for themselves. And um, I was lucky enough to speak to Ash last year in an interview and he, Ash is the drummer, and he said um, they came away from that going, well, we got so close, we need to try again. And they brought in Dreamer, which was a song that they wrote specifically for Eurovision and obviously they've come in with Promise this year and it's something that they've again wrote specifically. And as much as, yeah, you're sick of us saying it's no Dreamer, it's pretty fucking close. Like... It is the epitome of the kind of music that they make. It's the epitome of so much hard work and talent and musicianship. Like, they've been around since 1999. It's insane. They're so hardworking. They're so genuine. And I'm so, just so unbelievably thrilled to see them on the stage. Like, yeah, it might not be what we asked for last year, but it's pretty it, is, close. it is a serve and I'm so keen to see them do well. I... Again, I can see them taking out the semi-final easily, honestly. Um, particularly with their spot in the running order and the way that they perform. They're such talented and polished performers. 
and and I, I just know that they're going to have made the staging something really special and I'm really excited to see it in the next few hours. But, yeah, I, I, I do worry about their chances of getting off the right-hand side in the final, but the fact that they got there after working so hard and being such passionate and engaged fans from the contest, not just since they've been involved, is just really, really heartening to see, particularly after, you know, a few years of ascending kind of, I, for lack of a Sticky better word, really songs. bland, really bland songs. This is not like 2017, 2018, the same yeah. songwriters, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really heartening. If this is our last hurrah, I am so happy that this is the way we're going out. Now that we've all said how happy we are. <laughs> yeah, now that, now that we've all uh, spoken up of uh, his, uh, the band's praises, uh, I want you all to rate it out of 10. I'm going to start with a straight 10. I know Lockie's going to start with a 10. I mean, yeah, duh, but yeah, 10. Yeah, Holly. It's a solid nine for me. Love Amazing. it. Amazing. Kaz? It's a 6.5. Mm. Interesting. Uh, Zoe? <laughs> uh, nine. Okay. <laughs> Aeon? Uh, it's a seven from me at the moment. Okay. And Aiden? It is also a six point five from me, but ah. it's a it's a positive six point five. It is a yeah. six point five with room to grow. Affectionate. A strong six yeah, as yeah, uh six point five, but like We just you know, know we're all gonna wake up on Friday and absolutely be frothing it in our group chat. Like yeah. Yeah. regardless of how much you like it as a studio song or how much you've seen of it already, we're all gonna be losing our minds in support for them. I'll be crying Holy at tears. the final when they perform. It's gonna be amazing. I'm excited to watch it live with most of you. Almost yeah. all of you. On, Hell yeah. Uh, oh. I'm very excited. Fuck mm. my drag. Shut up, Kaz. Just fly down you, for the night. Like a week and a half to make it down here. It's okay. I'll, you know, I won't watch it live, but then I'll wait to watch it at 5 a.m. my time so that I have the same experience <laughs> as you guys. <laughs> we won't Perfect. have to call you to check that you're awake. <laughs> I reckon we should still call you to make sure that you're awake. Just yeah, yeah. valid point. Yeah, I love it. You know, I love it. It's a tradition. To close off the final episode before the Eurovision Song Contest, everyone is going to tell us their final top threes. I can't believe we're here. Uh, I'm going to start with Aiden. What's your final top three? I've actually had a change. This is very exciting. <gasps> oh, okay. Ooh. So in third, once again. Back in the top three, we have Lithuania, Stay, Shuto, Tuto, Monica, Linkite. Living. Uh, second, we have Gustav, because of you, for Belgium. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why are they laughing? I don't know. I don't know. They don't understand three, whatever. And in first place, we have Karia, Cha Cha Cha. I'm so sorry to joke her out. They are joker out of my top three. <laughs> I got him. You got him good. Uh, Holly. Look, we know my top two is never going to change, um, but I'm going to cop out a little bit and have an equal third, if that's okay with you. Yeah, okay, I'll allow it. Solely based on the rehearsal footage that we got in the last couple of days, I am torn between Who the Hell is Edgar and Cha 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 as my number three. I have finally joined the cult of Karia. You're welcome. <laughs> Join us. Um, my number two <laughs> remains... Carpe DM by Joker Out, Slovenia, and I predictably my number one is still Joe Vite, Marco Mangoni, just because it fills my heart with a lot of joy. 
What an odd thing to say. Oh, uh, get on. <laughs> my God. So whereas everybody so far has been quite fickle, I want to say I'm Mrs. Consistent here. My top three has not changed throughout the course of this season of the episodes. So number three, Austria. Who the hell is Edgar? Just perfection. Um, of course, number two is still Czechia, my sister's crown, Cesar Krasiva, indeed. And finally, of course, Finland, Kardia, um, just fantastic. I've got no other words. Um, so that's me. Amazing. Lockie, tell us your top three. Um, yeah, th- it's so packed at the top. So I'm going to do something very cheeky. I'm going to say in third, I have Latvia. Sudden Lights. Oh. I, uh, that song is amazing. In equal second, I have Austria and Sweden. Whoa, Whoa that's not Hey, <laughs> what the hell? I can't tear them apart. I can't. I can't do today? it. I can't tear it apart. The last Lorraine, one. All rules are out the window. And equal first, I'm going to have Caria and Voyager. No, you can't do that. Yeah. I can't tear them apart. Five, that's top five. That's five. I, no, I, that's three. I think I, for one, back Lockie. I think it's fine, Lockie. Thanks. Thanks, Ayan. You were always my favourite. Yay. BTT bias. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what weird rules. Okay. Kaz. Uh, yeah, Kaz. Well, let me just say my top 37 since that number. <laughs> but my top three. I'm also like Ayan. See, we're always twinning because I've been consistent. Uh, it's Joker out is in uh, third. Finland is in second. And... You know who it is. Like, it's obviously Belgium. And when first. the world got when me going crazy. Go crazy. Oh my God. And his rehearsal clips were so good. That just cemented it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zoe, what is your top three? Yeah, my top three. I mean, my top two hasn't changed. Um, my top three is still flip flopping. Um, ask me again in like three hours when the Voyager footage drops. Yeah. Maybe they'll be back to third place. But right now, you it's. You do a pre recorded bit. <laughs> no more for your No. Um, <laughs> unlike some people in this podcast, I can make a decision. Um, okay. Oh, yes. So <laughs> this feels like Aiden Shade. It is. <laughs> um, so, no, at the moment, as it stands, my third place is uh, Latvia, Sudden Lights. Second place, Ia uh, Ia, Spain. And first place is your boy, Carrier. Um, but yeah, Voyager could very easily go back to that third spot. We'll see how it shakes out, but I'm confident with that now. And finally, my top three to finish it all off. Uh, it has been a bit of a journey with my top three, to be honest. Uh, and I think it has finally, it feels like it's settled coming into the contest and it hasn't changed in a few weeks. So in third place, I have Samamisa Spava. Uh, for Serbia. Oh God. Second I guess place. there's room for everybody. <laughs> Let's just say that. Uh, in my second place, Loreen, uh, is very comfortable sitting behind Carrier, who is in first place. And uh, I have joined the church. I've been converted. I'm so, so, so happy for him. And I really hope that he he takes it in the end. But... That brings us to the end of our pre-season. And while I've got everyone, I want to thank each and every single one of my friends because mm. it's been a very mm. fun 
thing for me to start this podcast and have all of my best friends do it. So even though we're going to record many, many more episodes together, I want to thank them so much for getting together and creating this just before the season and working really hard. And uh, I know our audiences love my friends for the same reason that I love you and Aeon sending really corny gifts in the chat right now. And yeah, I just want to thank you so much for being so fun to do this little <laughs> project with and any old uh, person can make a podcast, but I really think that this one is super unique. And, and thank I'm, you, Jade, for all your hard work. We really appreciate yeah. it. It's yeah, such absolutely. a fun time. Jade's been working around the clock constantly trying to organize yeah. all of us and you have no idea jade, jade hasn't had anything to eat or drink in three hey, weeks got me chained her up in a basement, up in been the basement. Evicted. she's lost her job Lockie and her have been having troubles we're um, divorced we've just had a minion gift sent in the chat so i feel like that's a good time to wrap things up <laughs> jade was mad as hell <laughs> and i cut as mad as hell right trying there. to cut out all of the fucking death threats that have been <laughs> <laughs> and there's been so many fucking death threats. So here. many. The last thing I want to say before we sign off is just happy Eurovision to everyone. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Happy Eurovision. Agreed. Wow, wow, wow. We are here. Except anyone who likes Romania because... <laughs> oh, leave me alone. So, ha- so oh, happy true. Eurovision to everyone except for Holly and our one friend from uh, Holland, Roy. <laughs> Yeah, you have to uh, go and ruin a lovely, sweet moment. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's just very us. It's fine. It? I'm going to start my own podcast next season. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> it's a way. It sucks. <laughs> uh, so finally, I want to thank Lockie, Aiden, Zoe, Holly, Kaz, and Aeon for joining me this episode. Uh, love you all so much. If you want to follow us, you can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at Eurotrashtalk. Uh, we might be taking a, a little break after Eurovision season. So this might be the last full-length episode for a couple of weeks and then we will come back and re-review uh, the countries that we've uh, <laughs> previously made comments on. But for the time being, this is it. Enjoy Eurovision. Bye. 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 Bye, Bye everyone. Eurotrash Talk podcast is recorded, edited, and produced by Jade Gray. The Eurotrash Talk theme song is composed by Lachlan Trappett and recorded and produced by Jade Gray. 